This is a HeadGum Podcast. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. I just want to know how you feel. want a love that's so proud and real. You make me want to go out and steal. I, I just, just want to Last night was my parents' anniversary, and Spa, and guess what we listened to? Uh, fuck you, by Yes, Paul that's exactly right. <laughs> they love it now, because they sometimes listen to the show, and they love the song, because they love the show. What What did you listen to? Fuck you. We just went over this, dude. No, oh, no, but what, it, come on, come on. It was a on. playlist that my sister and I put together of uh, artists, or songs by artists that they've seen live. Oh, that's really cute. How long have they been together? 34 years. So, whoa! Don't tell me love is dead, Dan Reader. That's amazing. Yeah, um, long time, no time. What's been Gucci? How do you feel? How do you feel um, about the fact that it's like you probably won't uh, achieve that? What are you talking about man. No, I'm just saying it's like I mean we can be real with each other. No, I am being um, real. I just you think I'm never gonna it find love. Hurt you? No, I'm not saying you're not gonna find love. I bet it's like <laughs> it's not gonna last. Love, well, it's not gonna last. It's not gonna last three, four years. Holy shit. Yeah, I guess I feel bad. I wasn't thinking about it till just now, and I'm sad. Yeah. You've made me sad. Okay. You've saddened me. Well, no, I didn't make you feel that way. You did. I can't you, make that's you why you just looked out no, the window. You couldn't even no, look me in the eyes. No, I'm looking right at you. I'm looking right at you. You looked out the window when she said that. Mm. It's an audio medium, but they absolutely know that you're not looking me in the goddamn eye. It's been a long time without you, Jeffrey. Oh. And I'll tell you all about it when we're talking right now. <laughs> You'll you will tell me all about it when we're talking right now. <laughs> yeah. So I'll you know. So so my I just showed you my uh, my bite wound from the dog, um, mm-hmm. and you said that it didn't look too bad, but it doesn't look too bad. It, it's not that bad, but I I do wish that it was over here or even on my eyebrow. Because then I could be a Charlie Puth type thing, you know what I mean? But it is truly in the middle of your forehead. And I'm drinking a truly into the middle of my forehead. Oh! You told me it was a... Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Right into the wound! Um, How are you, other than the fact that a dog bit your face? I'm over it. I'm past it. I'm... Basically, what Mm -hmm. you have to understand is I'm kind of a macho guy. So for me, it's like not... Mm -hmm. I don't have trauma. I don't have... Tears. Macho, macho man. What is that? <laughs> I wanna be. Have you never heard that song? No, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Yeah, now you're realizing how insane that must have been in from my perspective. I have no idea what you're talking about. No. Okay. Edit that song in here. Okay. Right now. Right now. Let's hear it. Oh, no. I can't believe you've never heard it. Is this a real song? Yes. What is it from? The world. It sounds like a, it has to be a theme song. It's so lo-fi. I'm going to skip ahead. The lyrical content is absurd, obscene, and it's not for my eyes to have been seen. Yeah, that's what made me think of. Um, um, we have another source that we wanted to plug to donate. Yes, yes. Um, the Black Trans Femmes in the Arts, uh, also known as BTFA Collective. Um, they de- are dedicated to creating space for black trans femmes in the arts and beyond. Uh, so check out both of... Uh, the review of your Instagram, Riley and I's Instagram. Do you want to plug your Instagram for what where, where they can find the link? Uh, you can find it on uh, my Instagram at Riley Ball. And mine at I am Jeffrey James. And then the review review Instagram at review review. Uh, link in bio. Mm-hmm. Feel free to donate whatever cash you have. Um, and it's going to a good cause. So And here we are. Here, huh? here we aren't. Here, I well, hang up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, um, Oh my god. Yeah. He's a macho, macho <laughs> man. <laughs> Everybody dreams of the body of a macho man. That's that, that's one of the lyrics that I heard. I think I misspoke just now, but yeah. Um, um this is so a different here we episode. Are. We're doing we're switching it up on the beat today. This is our twenty what is it, twenty second episode, I think. So like yeah, we've almost been doing it well, it matters. I was like it's almost been a half a year. So eh. it was high time and it was high tide. It is it high up. tide. Um, so we are not going to be able to walk on the beach because the water's too high. So because we can't do that, we are going to just record an episode. The instead. beach is Yelp. We can't um, touch that. Yeah. So we have to stay on the yard, which is Reddit. <laughs> the beach is Yelp. <laughs> so yeah, so Jeffrey put a little, uh, last night put a little uh, thing on Reddit. A feeler. A little, uh, little, he put his little antennas out there. <laughs> He's a bug of himself and he, he went like... Well, come on! I didn't look like that. I was kind of hot and about it. I was kind of like an eight. So he was like, he was like, <laughs> no, no. I was kind of like typing so with a sharp jawline, is what I was doing. Okay, so the jaw was sharp, but the sounds were like. <laughs> no, the sounds were like macho, macho man. <laughs> um, and we got some questions. You've read some of these. I haven't read any of these, so this is cold reads. Some of for these Jeff. are very funny. Um, do you want to? So s- how do you want to go about? Let's just switch off choosing one. Do you want to go first? Fine. Fine. <laughs> what do you mean fine? No, it's just, it's just like, why are we here? So many reasons. To make people laugh, to bring joy to the world. Joy to the world that Riley pods. She bought a microphone. Bought a microphone. That's it. <clears throat> okay, uh, I'm going to kind of lump all these together in one because I'm seeing a couple that are basically like, who is your favorite comedian slash what are your who are your comedy influences? <laughs> Jeff? I look like a rhinoceros. <laughs> I look at this. So Yeah, sorry, d- describe I how I look right now. I no, it's not even it's not even the band-aid down the T zone of your face. <laughs> it is 
there's a fa- I know this is an audio medium, but I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about. There's a face that Jeff does that really makes me laugh every time. And it's <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even know what you're going to say. It. <laughs> like every time you do it, it makes me laugh. It's kind of <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of like you like lean into your hip and you kind of like <laughs> <laughs> and you kind of like you let your head rest on your shoulder, and your eyes go kind of dead, and like your mouth is a little like. Hmm. Oh, it's the uh, it's like the thing from the profile picture sketch. Yeah, it's it's the thumbnail for that. <laughs> um. Oh, uh, so that's my comedy influence is Jeff doing that. Um. What are my? I guess I mean obviously Jake and Amir. We both grew up watching mm-hmm. them. Um, mm-hmm. I did. I hmm. oh like all of David Wayne's stuff. I, I like. I love like uh, Wet Hot American Summer, and mm-hmm. um, I guess that's it. But his sense of humor really gets me. Like the like like the whole like the halls joke that we did in the sketch. Like that was an homage to like the what? Which one? I think that was before you started working full time. Wow. But the it w- there was a thing in guy talk where I get turned into a uh, a bag of halls, oh, and it's oh yeah. yes yes it's yes, like yes. The, how the yeah. chef in Wet Hot American Summer the, gets turned into beans yeah. or whatever or a can yeah like a can can of vegetables yeah like that absurdity yeah. I fucking love and then Arrested Development obviously not obvious but mm-hmm. I just love it um just anything obviously. that's absurd like anything that's not grounded at all <laughs> yeah similarly Jake and Amir. And I want to emphasize that we grew up with them because we are young and spry and they are old and withered. <laughs> What's um, that? It's, no, it's just that it's like saying like we got to age as we watched them, whereas they are they have been aging. Um, <laughs> right. So like so when they were in their mid-20s, rate them and then rate them now, one to ten. I guess like mid-20s, they were, they were in their primes. Yeah. yeah. Both um, tens. And now. <laughs> have you seen Jake? Yeah. You know. <laughs> Um, so Jake and Amir for sure all the college humor stuff I like was just obsessed with yeah Um, and other than that um, anything Christopher Guest has ever done (laughs) anything he's a Midas anything he touches is gold Um, just the whole crew is like so him Catherine O'Hara Eugene Levy Parker Posey yeah um, that like Waiting for Guffman's my favorite movie of all time I think like and I do love absurd stuff too R.E. Good Morning (laughs) Um, but there's something about like the groundedness of of people loving a niche thing so much and taking that very seriously yeah, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. And like, I I love um, something that's it's like uh, something that Christopher Guest has said in interviews. I know too much about Christopher Guest, but something that he said in an interview on David Rose was, um, it, sorry, Charlie Rose. I'm thinking of fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, on Charlie Rose, he was basically like he was being interviewed about. I think it was maybe Best in Show or was it Waiting for Guffman? I can't remember. One of the two. Yeah. Both of them are very like dog shows and community theater are like very niche things. Yeah. But um, but they they were like, oh, so you have a new mockumentary coming out, and he's like, I hate the word mockumentary because like I'm not making fun of them. If you're just making fun of people and it's mean, it's not funny. It's like you have to really empathize with like the this is for these people. This is the most important thing, and this is their whole world. And 
who are we to judge that? And I just think, think I think that's awesome, and I think it's so fucking funny. Um, and Eddie Izzard it has been a very big influence to me. Do as well. have you seen all of New Girl? No. New Girl also really shaped my sense of humor. Like when I sit down to write like a spec mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. I like look back at the new girl pilot and I'm like, okay, how mm-hmm. did they do that? Like, I love new girl. You should really wa- give it a chance because it's like so much of stuff that would make you the laugh. show that's like that for me is Hello Ladies, um, which I think you'd really love. It's on HBO. There's only one season of it, and mm. it was made. Is there's one season? <gasps> oh and shit! A yeah, special. no, it's uh, it's fucking um, Stephen Merchant. Stephen Merchant. I love him. Who made The Office? So it is my. F- it's my favorite TV show. Oh, like, and also like Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Fleabag, all that stuff. But um, yeah, they're saying about Hello Ladies. I really, I don't love like cringe comedy, but I do love when things, I don't not love cringe comedy. <laughs> Some people take it too far, but I think Stephen Merchant's the fucking king Stephen of Merchant, like, right, yeah. you're rooting Sometimes for him, but far. he's being yes. the fucking worst. <laughs> yes. Um. So it's like, I don't, I don't like cringe comedy, but I love I love that fine line of like right before it gets there. Yeah. Um, and I think he does that beautifully and it's very funny to me. So yeah, so those are some. Oh, and Monty Python was a big influence for me um, too. The, the Pinch19 asks, would you rather fight a Jake-sized Amir or an Amir-sized Jake? Oh, that's good. Not really. They're kind of the same exact size. They're the same exact size, but I already know that I would want to fight a, a fight a Jake-sized Amir. Really? Yeah. Actually, yeah, because Amir's kind of gotten jacked over the last two years. So an Amir-sized Jake would be the mentality of Jake with like thick arms. Oh no! So sorry. I meant I meant a Jake-sized Amir. That's what you said. No, I'm saying I okay, wouldn't want to yeah, fight okay. an Amir-sized Jake because that would be so Jake being. We agree. We agree on the. I would fight a Jake-sized Jake Amir, Amir. Yeah. Amir. Well, so I don't know how to fight. <laughs> Neither does Amir. I think. So I think it would we would just kind of maybe slap each other <laughs> until we both got tired of it and felt bad. And uh, J- Jake and Amir have told stopped. a story on their podcast before about the one time they got in a fight because Jake pantsed Amir. But like you and I have never done that. I mean, we haven't worked together as long as they have, but like that's, we've never, like I would never fight you, but you're also like, I'm like three times you. I think if, if you and I were to fight, I would... It would be like David and Goliath on your ass. So I would get a slingshot. <laughs> What's that? I'd put some hard gummy bears in a slingshot. No. And go for the eyes. I would toss Legos at your legs in front of you and me so that you kind of are trapped so you can't step any which way. Otherwise, you'll like step on a really sharp piece of plastic. And then I'll, That's good. Yeah. And then I would kind of like hit you with like verbal insults, like hit you in the emotional okay. core. Say yeah. like yeah, like yeah, right yeah. now, let's do it right now. So I'm uh-huh. like, you just okay, got a haircut, go. and I was like, oh, that's uh-huh. not layered. That's not that layered look. That's not that summer mm-hmm. look. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly you're kind of incapacitated because you're like bawling, right? And then like you yeah. can't step anywhere because of course the I'm Legos. actually. I think we're done. Wait, I think we're done for the day. Because of the Legos? Yeah, because of the Legos. I didn't care about my hair. It's the Legos. Damn it. <laughs> On Reddit the other day, so I would put the Hannah Montana. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. Made me laugh. Okay, here we go. Here's a twofer. So Agent Michael Scarn said, um, Riley, how did you and Daniel meet? Was it like two trains passing in the night or was it love at first sight? (laughs) Two trains passing in the night, they didn't meet. 
And Jeff, what's your favorite Indian food dish? As a fellow brown guy raised in America, I remember not liking it much growing up. But as I got older, I started to appreciate it more. Good man. You can go first because he addressed you first. Um, so we didn't meet like two trains passing in the night because we did meet. Um, and we met on Bumble. What? Um, Dude. You know this. This is not remember. new for you. I, the, the only, yes, you well, do. you tell your story and then I'll tell you the first, like my side of it. So... <laughs> so Riley will tell how she and her boyfriend met, and then I'll tell you how my side—just my side of, of their Riley relationship. Yeah. So um, we met on Bumble. We were each other's first and only Bumble dates that we've ever gone on. <laughs> Honey, um, it wasn't Daniel's first Bumble date. That's might have been what he on. told you, but I get a man like Daniel. You were his. You were his. I was his, his first. Um. So we matched when I was about to enter my. Spring semester of senior year at college, and I was home for break, and we matched in like December, um, and then we started messaging a little bit. And as I was like in the car going to the airport to leave for six months, he finally was like, "Oh, can I take you out for a drink?" And I'm like, "I mean, I'm going back to Boston for six months, but if we're both still single and interested in June, let's do it. <laughs> let's um, June it." And and we did, and we were. Um, and so yeah, we've been together two years and it's been chine. What's that? Um, it's cheese and fine. Don't put that in your um, vows, whether it's just for an anniversary <laughs> dinner or marriage. So, Spending the last yeah. seven years with you has been <laughs> cheese. Chine. And, <laughs> and fine. fine. Chine. Uh, okay, what's, sorry, what's your side? <laughs> well, I just remember that we got drinks at Harlow near your old mm-hmm. place. And we, mm-hmm. and then like you were telling us about how like you met, you matched with this That's guy. Right. You're going on a date with a guy who went to USC, and George Saba and I both. Well, he knew him more because they were on the same improv troupe, but I didn't really know. Mm-hmm. Him. Um, but I just remember you talking about him, and then I remember it going well. That's my yeah, perspective. Because, uh, when when Daniel and I matched, we realized that we had mutual friends, um, including George Saba, yeah. because Daniel did improv with George in college. Yeah. And so it, it's a tiny, tiny wee world. And he was a senior that, like, when George was a freshman. So I, I, I wasn't at USC when, at the same time. Yeah. Because I'm a year younger Daniel than George. Is, uh, Daniel, I think, is class of 2014. He's 27. Um, I think it's 2015. 2015? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 2015. Um, but yeah. So, yeah. It's been great. And Jeff? Food. And then this, it's kind of the same answer because you and I were at Harlow and like George knew about Nasi Lamak and I had no idea, but I kind of was like, and then you had it and it went well. Wait, what? <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, that's yeah, funny. yeah. No, yes. <laughs> no, yeah, I know for sure. Um, no, yeah. My favorite, I guess my favorite Indian d- dish for like takeout is just like the classics like butter chicken or chicken tikka masala. Uh, but my mom is an amazing cook. My mom's white, and my dad is from Malaysia of Indian descent. It's very hard to explain. Mm. But um, so my mom is actually making it tonight for tomorrow for Father's Day, uh, a dish called nasi lemak, which I don't even know what it is necessarily because I've never made it. But uh, she makes it with like chicken, beef, or shrimp, depending on it. And it's just basically this like marinated in this great thick sauce over rice. Um, 
over ice, and so it's just really good. Everybody should look it up. Over I don't ice. I don't know anywhere over you can ice. even get it. So it's like you can't get it for takeout really because it's hard to find mm-hmm. in the states. But like my mom makes it and it's super good and it's with coconut rice. So you have a little mm. bit of spiciness with the with the meat or fish, and then you have like the sweetness from the coconut rice, and you mm-hmm. you kind of eat it with your hands off a banana leaf. It's very cool. It's also my only really connection cool. between me and Indian heritage because my dad, like I said, my, so my dad's family immigrated from India to Malaysia to Kuala Lumpur, which is kind of like the New York of the of Southeast Asia. So it's a melting pot in and of itself. So that's kind of a mm-hmm. dilution of Indian culture. And then he immigrated to Ohio for college. Um, after that. So like I'm two, I'm like five generations removed from India, but it's that's that's the answer to that question. But I, I agree. Five in in turn, like but like real like uh, like my dad's grandmother actually immigrated like, to Malaysia. I so see, I see, I see. That's my great grandfather, right? Parents, so four yeah. generations removed. Mm-hmm. If I'm the fifth, then it's five. But anyway, but I, I get, I, I completely get, like, growing up in America as a brown person, like, I almost didn't want to, like, do Indian things because I wanted to appear more, like, American, which mm-hmm. I feel like Hassan Minaj has also talked about in his stand-up. So I think that's normal. Agent yes. Michael Skarn. But yeah, Agent I Michael love Skarn. it now. Yeah. Oh, Turbulent Moose says, what are your guys' aspirations for the future? Acting? Singing? Marinating? Serenading? You guys are really talented from what I've seen so far, so I imagine it'll naturally be the third option above, <laughs> which was marinating. Um, yeah, so what's your answer to that? Um, marinating <laughs> uh, is probably the first. Right. Um, just in terms of, like, meats. Um, yeah. So he asked what your aspirations that, are, and then you yeah. say in, in, in regards to meats. In regards to meats. And if that doesn't work out... Um, yeah, I mean, like, I really like doing a lot of, like, uh, more than just one form of storytelling. Um, so acting, writing, um, singing, just music generally, uh, producing, um, is all is all very just just very fun just to, to just to keep making things and to keep making things with my loved ones and <laughs> my friends and like I and I, I really just love um, kind of the growing network of, of once you make one thing with a group of people then inevitably those people will introduce you to other people and it's like not even in terms of like a like a network climbing up thing but truly just like developing a a web of really awesome creators yeah. and friends. Um, and so I just want to keep doing that. Just, it's just <laughs> like, it, cause it's fun and I, and I love it. And, um, and not limiting myself to just doing one thing. Like in college, a lot of like, a lot of the professors were just like, if you're, if you want to be an actor, you just only have to do that. Or like, and it's yeah. like, I don't think that's true. And um, I think like, learning about all these other aspects of art not even aspects uh, all these other kind of um trajectories in art like can only help make you a, a more well-rounded person and artist and creator yeah um so yeah and also in terms of meats uh i don't eat red meat so i'll be marinating some chicken or some uh salmon or something like that um what about you i i just want to do comedy in whatever way I'm able to. So if it's music, who gives a shit? But no, I ideally like writing and acting. 
whether it's on the same thing or on separate things throughout the year. Um, like I got to write for Carpool Karaoke and that was fun. Um, but I missed the performing aspect. Like I need, I, I really want both if I can eventually. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like the eventual goal would be to like write for TV and act on TV if possible. Um, and then <sighs> until then. live comedy. And live stuff. Yeah, I mean like we took, I, I definitely took that so for granted. Much. Like being able to do that like three or four times a year with HeadGum. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm excited to do that again. And then George Saba and I are going to start doing like more local backyard comedy stuff ideally in LA after COVID. Um but yeah, like I don't care how or on what medium, but just writing and performing comedy. We'll see what mm-hmm. where that lands. Um, <clears throat> right. We should take a break. Um, okay. So we'll be right back after none of these messages, Marty. None of them. Actually, I think Marty. we do have an ad that we need to do this week. So thanks, okay. Marty. <laughs> thanks, Marty. Such a quick turnaround. <laughs> This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Alf, how is your social battery right now? Empty, depleted, 0%. Absolutely. It can be easy to ignore our social battery and spread ourselves too thin. I know what that feels like, a mix of work nonstop, but also wanting to have that work-life balance and see friends. But then when do you sleep? It. I, I'm being facetious, but no, it, it, is, um, it is very hard. You so know when like, your you know, phone dies and it's like... Yeah. It's like... Oh, don't worry. Like you can still like emergency like finding the phone and like yes. your cards are still available. Yes, I'm lower than that even. Perfect. Well, therapy can help give you the self awareness to build a social life that doesn't drain your battery. So famously, Alf and I have both been in therapy for a long time. We love it. I really can feel like there are sometimes when it's just my schedule is very busy. Speaking of busy schedules, and I there are some weeks that I've had to just like put off therapy for a couple weeks and I really notice it. I really notice not being able to have that time for myself every week to really just like stay to the union, what's going on and get tools to help better um, move through that. Yeah, we all notice. Sometimes I just call Daniel and I'm like, has she skipped? Did she skip this week? <laughs> if if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I cannot stress enough how I think everyone, if they can, should be in therapy. Um, and BetterHelp is entirely online. It is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. And that is so important because you want to be in therapy with a therapist that you feel connected to that you feel like you have a good relationship with that you can talk through things in a way that works for you right i think i think it's great and i always love it find your social sweet spot with better help sorry i'm gonna take that again daniel find your social sweet spot with better help that's betterhelp.com slash review review today to get 10 percent off your first month of therapy that is betterhelp h-e-l-p.com slash review review thanks better help CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hey, podcasts, listen, 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 listen. Alf and I want to talk to you about another podcast called, and you'll never guess, 
Comedy Bang Bang. Okay, if you've never heard of Comedy Bang Bang and you listen to the show, that's insane. It is one of the longest running comedy podcasts out there and it literally revolutionized the medium. Every episode, host Scott Ackerman interviews a famous guest like Andy Samberg, Sarah Silverman, or John Hamm. But unlike every normal interview show, Scott and the guest are joined by a group of unhinged fictional characters played by the best comedic improvisers around. People like... Nick Kroll, guest of the pod Lauren Lapkus, Paul F. Tompkins, and previous review review guest Ben Schwartz. Over the years, the podcast has built an expanded universe with tons of recurring jokes and fan favorite characters, but the best part is you can still easily jump in at any time and enjoy a new episode as a first-time listener. So check out new episodes of Comedy Bang Bang every Monday wherever you listen to podcasts. Alf, thoughts? Um, I've been listening to that show for years, on and off, honestly, since I was... Probably in high school, which, wow, time flies. I'm older now than I was before. Good shit. Take a listen, Comedy Bang Bang. Bye. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. A question? Marshland Monster writes, uh, if you both had a month... This is really funny. If if you both had a month to practice, who would be better? Riley at the yo-yo or Jeff at a Broadway performance? A bizarro of talents exchange. <laughs> what do you think? I think you at a Broadway performance. I would agree, but not because I think it would be hard for you to learn the yo-yo, but because like I do sing. I just don't ever sing. So like I don't know. Like if you'd give anybody rehearsal time, they'll be good at Broadway if they can sing. Um I I also think just, like, I don't think I'd be very good at the yo-yo. I could certainly try. I just, let's just say I couldn't, I probably won't be able to walk the dog. That's the easiest thing. You literally flex, drop your hand, and let it touch the ground. I, listen, it's it's not the getting it down there that's hard. It's the, that's it's true. the, the second yo. Do, if um, you want to learn, I will gladly teach you how to yo-yo. No, I'm, it's not. It's never been a skill that I'm like. You know what? I would really want to know how to do. It is. Um, it, I'll t- somebody asked me jokingly if it helped me get girls. I've I've had. There's been two times where it's actually worked for like that for me. <laughs> worked like that. I don't want to be too blue, but I got the wagon. I ate ass because of a yo-yo jam Stop. throw. Um, but yes, I do think that because Jeff already is a performer, Jeff would, 
Jeff would be great at a Broadway performance. We should do the Cats number at the next HeadGum Live. We are going to do that and then do a review review app in our Cats outfits. That'd be... <laughs> not talk, not addressing it at all? No. Just finish the number <laughs> and then sit down. I just want to review. All right. So welcome, you guys, to the first live review review ever. <laughs> It will make up onesies. <laughs> Togum asks, what are your most unlikable qualities? What's your what's your un- most unlikable quality? No, I answered first last time. <laughs> My most unlikable quality? Mm-hmm. I think I am very particular, which is helpful sometimes, but annoying most of the time. To people around Particular me. about what? Like, my family always gets mad at me because I always want to put the music on and choose the playlist and, like, curate the vibe. And if I walk into a room and the lighting, like, the overheads are on but the lamps are off, I'm like, no, 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 no. So I turn the overheads off and I turn the lamps <laughs> off. This is in someone else's house, a stranger's house. But everybody is always like, oh, that is better. But, like, I am I wish that I didn't have that impulse. Like, and I can't turn it off. But, like, when you're making stuff, I think it helps. Like, with Good Morning and stuff, like, it'd be better to err on the side of, like, it's not good enough yet versus, like, thinking Mm -hmm. it's good and it's not. Yeah. I get that. That, I I get that because that's actually very similar to something that I don't like about myself, (laughs) which is um, I can, I mean, and it was was, a... kind of illuminated more for me when I took the Enneagram test. You there's some there's a lot of shame coming off of you right now. Cuz I'm a 1. <laughs> and um it it basically just kind of like if I if I have an idea of like what I think is right, um I can kind of get into like a holier than thou position or like um like judge people for not also like following the rules or doing <laughs> what I think is the right thing to do yeah. or just basically like my my standards whether that's like an idea or a practice or whatever basically if it's like if if that's not being um not even followed it's not like I'm giving out rules but it's just like I I can get a little like annoyingly judgy um and then I have to remind myself, like, Riley, not everyone is going to do the same, like, something the same way that you will. And that's okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Is that because you get stressed out by what might go wrong if they're doing something? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's anxiety. And It's not oh, like being well, a good yeah. two-shoes. No, 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 no. It's truly, it's truly anxiety and um, Irish Catholic uh, guilt and fear. Um, <laughs> the perfect mocktail. And, yeah, um, yeah. So I guess, I guess, truly, just my anxiety. Okay, so is, sing, um, sing anxiety. The word anxiety in the to the tone of whoa, yeah. Anxiety. <laughs> but do it. Do it. okay again. Sorry, we're gonna take it again. Um, uh-huh. Get. Basically, the first the first note is anxiety, anxiety, mm-hmm. and then the rest of it is e. So get that just really fast, and then hang on the y. <laughs> I got it. Anxiety. <laughs> all right, and then this one. Sorry, that was per- both of these are great, but we just want alt. Okay, great. This one's gonna be. Okay. A- you're gonna hang on that a n x, 
until the very last note and then just kind of rush it at the end. So sorry, hang hang on the X basically. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. The anxiety okay. like something like that, and then just really rush the end. So you want sorry, you no, you heard the you note. Want... You heard the note, take the note. Okay. All right. Yep. This is a stressful working environment. You know this. <laughs> anxiety. That's the one. Cut print. Um, you're not union, right? You're not union. I've never heard anyone hold an X in a note, <laughs> but uh, we'll do it. Um, yeah, so if you want to trim that down, basically, my anxiety, which causes me to think that if people don't do it my way or the highway, that it's all going to go wrong, <laughs> and then I'll judge people for not wanting to do it my way, as I think they will for have forgone that and decided to take the highway. It's going to go O'Reilly. Um, it's going to go O'Reilly, and it's like kind of brings, <laughs> comes back to the whole thing. Of it's like, well, if something's worth doing, I might as well do it myself. Um, yeah. Not proud. Um, okay. Um, hack. Okay, so this is also kind of an amalgamation of a couple different ones um, from Richard Cranium and Hacker6284. Um, and Togum, Togum, T-O-G-G-O-M. Uh, basically, it's uh, all of them are kind of asking the same thing of like, oh, sorry, not Richard Cranium. This is not a Richard Cranium question. This is a, uh, fuck, sorry. This is an amalgamation of kind of questions from Togum. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Chipper. <laughs> it's a username. 1, if you get it wrong, it, 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 no one can be mad. <laughs> and Hacker6284 uh, are, are kind of all asking the same things of like, how did we discover our chemistry and like ability to kind of like improv with each other make each other laugh how how did we how and when do we make each other laugh the most like basically like how how we came to be (laughs) yeah um probably that summer that like of 2017 when you interned at headgum and we were just having a ball. Like we both kind of everyone that interned at headgum that year has agreed that that's like the best year of our lives (laughs) yeah. <laughs> like for better or for worse that was the best year of my life because it was just like a group of us all with kind of the same sense of humor and like sensibilities and so we like would just go out and you know have fun on mm-hmm. the weekend and like work was so much fun I was also interning at a management company at the time and like that was it was a good working environment but it was a lot of work and I was the only intern so like I went from the that to oh going God, to headgum yeah. with like every so it was just kind of night and day like one job was very fun but I didn't learn anything and then the other one was like I learned a lot but I didn't I didn't have any fun um, mm-hmm. so yeah that was just like probably when we started doing bits for the first time especially the Gordon sketch the, for me what probably started it was the Gordon sketch because it was the, it was only the interns and we were all like make just cracking up at John George and pitching alts and stuff that was for me but then like when you visited after in 28 early 2018 uh in January I think and we did this the the sommelier Mm -hmm. sketch Mm -hmm. that was when I was was like oh it could be fun if you and I just wrote stuff and then Mm -hmm. a few months later Jake was like oh yeah and what do you what would you think if we hired Riley I'm like yeah 100% do that um yeah yeah. I don't know if you even it, knew uh, that, but yeah, Jake Namira asked me what I thought, and I, I was like, "Oh, I didn't know that actually." Do that, like that would be so much. fun. I had no idea. Yeah, but what I, was I thought so happened was, I remember that like after that summer of me interning and I was back at school, I emailed them saying like, if they need any help, you know, when I'm back, when I graduate, I'm happy to come in like and just help or like write a vid on the side or like, you know, help shoot something. And then they're like, oh, we were going to offer you a job. I'm like, that's better than what I said. (laughs) Um, But 
Yeah, it. Um, I remember writing writing the psalm sketch with you was like okay, <laughs> okay. Um, and you're all drinking day, from the same bottle. <laughs> no, you don't get wine. That, Jeff and I met um, was also my first day at Hadgum, and um, we were both roped in at the last minute to be oh, on yeah. um, No Joke Pod with Billy Scafuri and Adam Lustig, um, and where we just kind of cold read pilots that they had written. Yeah. And um, it was just, it was, I remember that being very fun. I think I've said this on live streams or maybe on If I Were You or something before, but I remember like, um, watching bef- before I even applied to work at Headgum, watching Jeff in videos with Jake and Amir, and I thought, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> you haven't said this on, so in public. Jealous. You said it to me when we were both drunk. Oh, that's right. <laughs> when we were with um, Poppy and Tay. And that's right. Yes, I remember thinking, like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Where the fuck does he have the job that I want? And being like very jealous um, and thinking that you were like 27 and. Then we met, and I'm like, oh, okay, he's cool. Um, I'm also almost two two years younger than you. I know. Um, And then when I learned how old you were, I'm like, this fuck. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, and it's just it's uh, it's been chine as well. Um, It's been. Oh, this is actually like. I want to get into this question because this is very funny from talking. Yeah. The question is specifically what slash how slash when do you make the other laugh the most and why? And other than the, the thing that Jeff does of like the, that look and that kind of going. <laughs> the bit that always gets me. It's when I tell you to stop doing something and as oh, you yeah. continue doing it, you're like. It I is. am. I know. I I did it. I did it just now when Riley was like mad at me for being late to the street to the uh, record. <laughs> she, I, she said, "Ready whenever you are." I said, "Okay, give me seven minutes." Seven minutes, and she said, "So specific." And I was like, "Well, it's not going to take ten, and I can't do it in five. And then she said, "Don't snap at me." And I was like, "I didn't. I know." <laughs> oh, I am. I not. am. I'm not. I didn't. I'm, I'm sorry I am. for sna- doing I'm it, and I didn't. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and you tell me how fucking hilarious I am, dude. Well, that's not what the question was. The question is just what makes you laugh the most. Mm-hmm. I think what makes... I mean, there's a lot of things, but just in regards to the videos specifically, what makes me the most... <laughs> is I love when you <laughs> are like being like kind of like stonewalling Amir and just kind of like you're being the voice of reason and he's like, I know. I know, like no, I, and he's, he's like I was just saying the same thing, like, and then he like he's a grown ass man, he's almost forty years old. You're this tiny little woman, and you're like, you don't do that, no, don't do that. And he's like, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Like he like you you really put him in his place. I think that's so fucking funny. Like in snacks three, uh, I think it when is. He just cows down. Yeah, that's very funny. <laughs> and you're like, really, oh, yeah, when you're like, we're at work. <laughs> like that's like my favorite outtake. I know, I know. I <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> um, complete attention says, how did how did South by Southwest feel like? I think that's specifically for you. How fucking dare you? <laughs> Absolutely, how fucking dare you? Um, 
else do you want to talk about Chicago headgum line? No, I think they're worried about, about Austin. That. So basically, um. Austin was the best fucking. <laughs> Austin 2017 was the best time of my life. It was the best weekend I've ever had. I didn't go to I didn't go to South by Southwest because I wasn't um, part of officially like part of the company. Then, what are you saying? So I don't I think they go. can't hear you. I didn't I didn't go to South by because I was in I was in Boston and I wasn't officially part of the part of the company yet and um so i actually didn't go um you know what actually i I do think that 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 must have been why it was the best weekend of my life i actually think that chicago weekend was one of the best weekends worst week oh bet yours it was the best for you for me it was the worst well we actually had a lot of fun we got to open for um middle ditch and schwartz and jake namir and um got to watch all of our friends podcast and and hang out with the team and go out and you know have all these meals together and it was actually like a really really fun time didn't we have like chicken and waffles for brunch with the doughboys or something yeah yeah that was too much food or no i think i got like a breakfast sandwich but it was also really fucking fun no it was really fun it was too much food it was really fun (laughs) I found the brunch See, spot. I'm sharing, I'm sharing my favorite memories, and you're like, oh, you know, it's too much food. Should we do mm. two more, one each? Let's do one more each. Um, from Sam Pritt B, what's both of your favorite cheese? Are you more <laughs> of a cheddar person, or is it all about that brie cheddar style? <laughs> you can't be all about that brie, a different <laughs> cheese style. <laughs> what is your favorite cheese? We love a cheese plate. Um, if done well and not fake, Gouda. I think like like when I went mm-hmm. to Amsterdam with my buddies Kevin and Kevin James, and uh, we went to like Kevin a couple James. of those cheese stores, and the Dutch do cheese crazily. Like they just age the shit out of it. There's like little crystals in there of something. I don't even, I don't remember the chemistry of it. But when, so when you like slice into a nice hunk of gouda, put it on a cracker, bite into it, there's no better feeling, especially when there's those like little crackles of a crystal in there. So like it has to be from a good cheese store or just a nice grocery store. But getting it from Giant Eagle, it's like it just tastes like weird American cheese. Okay, so Jeff's favorite cheese is um, Crystal Gouda. Um, <laughs> so I guess mine would have. How do you to make be... Gouda crystal like meth? Jim Henson's The Dark Crystal Gouda. <laughs> um... <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> we know you're Jim Henson, but we can't just take every idea you have. <laughs> you fucking prick. <laughs> um, I guess mine would be like a really nice Irish cheddar or... Like Dubliner um, in 1843 or whatever yeah, the fuck. Yeah. Du- yeah, that's fucking good. All right, don't um, get horny for it. I'm not. Um, well, maybe. maybe. <laughs> this wouldn't be to put on a cracker. Maybe a little bit, but I fucking love goat cheese. Mm. I put goat cheese on everything. Crumble that shit up. Put it with like some eggs and veggies in the morning. Put it in a salad. Anything. There's no joy in your eyes. You're actually mad at me. Like you guys can't see this, but like her eyes are dead and she is holding her hand out like she's giving a political speech and she's like, put it on eggs and veggies in the morning. Put it on anything. I love it. Have you ever had drunken goat? No. It's uh, goat cheese aged in wine. That is chine. And that is chine. It's cheese and wine. Cheese and wine. (laughs) It's the most chine cheese. And if you put it on crackers, it's great. I used to to have that a lot. All right. One more question. Um, Okay. There were a lot of these that we didn't get to, guys. If there are any... 
We'll do another one. Well, why don't we just, if we missed any, maybe you and I can just re- uh, respond to these on the subreddit. Yeah. So we'll, um, Riley and I will respond to the ones we didn't talk about on air, and you guys can check that out at reddit.com forward slash r forward slash review review. Um, but what is the last question we are going to do on air? Pooter Cake asks... Don't say that. You can't say that. Do you guys have any non-comedy hobbies that COVID is taking a shite on? Any clubs or sports or anything? I'll take my answer off the air, which isn't possible because it's on oh, air now. Oh, um, I, I guess... Co- is cooking a hobby? Yeah, but... Y- you absolutely have free reign to cook. No, I know. That's what I'm saying is that it's like cooking and baking. Like that is a... a, a <laughs> you still have like no life do. behind your eyes right now. What is going on with you? The past two questions, no. they took the life out of you. No, I got so excited talking about cheese. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> See, now it's back. What, this isn't really a hobby, but I love going to uh, go to a coffee shop, pretending like I'm going to do work, and then actually sitting down and being on like Instagram for an hour or something. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's not a so hobby. COVID's, COVID's kind of fucked that up for me. Not really a hobby, um, but I like taking up s- sensitive seat space in a Hollywood coffee shop. I love going to the movies. I love going to a movie theater. Yeah. Um, I love going with friends. I love going on my own. I, I think solo movie dates are very fun. I saw uh, one of my favorite solo movie outings was solo was seeing uh no into the spider verse <laughs> great and movie and it fucking amazing movie it had a fucking yeah so i like i going to the movies is very fun and so i really miss that um all the other hobbies i have i can do it home. <laughs> <laughs> there's not one that you can't do i feel like there's definitely one rumble not a hobby i think that's a hobby like working out's a hobby in a way but I can work out at home, and I do. Yeah, but it's not like Rumble. I really would no. love to go back to Rumble. I've I've lost like 15 pounds since we went to Rumble, so I would crush it at the bag. Yeah, Rumble's fun. Rumble's open again. There's no way I'm. That's the going worst right place now. you could be. Um, <laughs> that or a choral concert. I mean, like, what about you? All the other all the hobbies I have, I can do from home, like like play guitar, bake. Any clubs? What One oak. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Bootsy um, Bellows. Oh, is is going out to a bar a hobby? It's definitely not a hobby, but I I think that's what he wanted to hear. Yeah, like I miss bars. But I was going to say miss I miss climbing, which I wasn't doing before mm. quarantine hit, but I literally... But you could. I, <laughs> well, I was like about to start going with George again, mm-hmm. which I hadn't been going for the longest time because I was just like... Uh, for a multitude of reasons, uh, one of which was that I pulled my pectoral muscle in 2018, and then I just mm-hmm. couldn't climb for the longest time. But now I'm doing like a lot of exercises where I'm like, okay, this is the same movement. I think I could climb again. Um, right. So I really wanted to do that to get back in shape, but now I've just had to like walk and do body weight exercises, which is good in mm-hmm. a different way. Uh, yeah. That and yeah, bars and de- surfing for sure. Like I could go surf when I get back to LA, but I just am too scared because like. Especially now, people just aren't taken seriously and, like, people aren't wearing masks and, like, it's not over. It's getting worse in California. It's, so, yeah. um, I think I'll hike, but I probably won't go to the beach right away. This should be all week long. I don't know if I brought this up last time. Uh, I am, for some reason, unbeknownst to me, I was just the spirit in me moved uh, moved me to do this. I am rewatching all of Glee 
from the beginning. Why? Why not? You, you, Riley's been texting me every like problematic thing that happened in it, like almost in real time. It is shocking. So one of my one of my dear dear friends, Dylan Wack, um, he recently rewatched all of Glee, and I figure, why not? Because it's long, bad, and there's so many shows that I've been trying to get you to watch, and you're like, oh, I'll watch that next. And then you don't. Well, I'm watching Glee. I know. I'm I'm saying if that's your only slot, get rid of Glee, Glee, dude. Glee is, oh my God, my computer's going to die in a second. Um, Glee is not for any right age group. It is too young for me now, and at the age that it was right for me, it was too old for me then. I don't know who it's for. It's... It's shocking. It is really, really fucking insane. But I cannot look away. It is a, it is a ten car pileup on fire, and I can't take my eyes off of it. I, I watched the first two seasons, but that was just because my theater director Sarah Lyon. Shout out to her if she's listening, which she isn't. Uh, but she loved it, and so I, and so my entire homeroom that she was like the homeroom teacher for, we all just started bonding by watching it. So I, that's why I it's watched insane. it. It's insane to feel something um, and to be a so part that's of what's something. Been shaking me. What about you? I'm so sad to hear that from you. Um, but good. I don't. Not even good for you. Bad for you. Bad for you. I know. Um. Oh yeah. What's shaking me all week long is the pile driver. Um, for those of you who haven't heard the HeadGum podcast or the latest episode, that rather, uh, Andrew Pyle concocted a mocktail for the ages, slash for the road, slash for the gram, slash for the kids, slash for the vine, um, slash for the culture. And it's basically, it's a Pomplamoose LaCroix, fresh lemon juice to taste, and a dash or two of bitters, ideally Angostura. Um, it's very good. It's sour, it's refreshing, and that's all I need in these hot days. I think you said something. I think you said that I was like a pretty talented guy and like that I was like definitely going to find no, love past 34 years. No, I didn't say years. that. I was kind of more thinking of Thinking like it. You were more that. thinking it, right? That's what you're going to say? No, I was I was thinking like, oh, that drink sounds good. Oh, that drink sounds good. No wonder Jeff dr- drinks it because he's actually really successful well, and talented. Well, this has been fun and we should do this kind of thing again. <laughs> well, reach out. Tell us whether you guys like this. If you'd like one of these a month, maybe it could be a bonus episode instead or maybe it's a once a month thing or once every ha- twice a year. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out as we go. Or if you hated it, we'll delete this episode. So well, we can't do that. Even... We can't do that because we need to we'll... like get the money. Oh, okay. Then we won't do that. <laughs> you know. Anyway. Um. So my friends who. Oh, I guess we should update that I am moving. So you were completely right. I know. I know. Um. You're not even happy that you were right. You're just like you're still pissed. It because because it was inevitable. It wasn't I inevitable. Knew I was gonna be right. It wasn't inevitable. If Jeffrey, the quarantine didn't Jeffrey, hit, I wouldn't have been Jeffrey, moving. I just got Jeffrey, lonely. Jeffrey. And I need to save money because I thought that carpool was gonna come back and it didn't. You were the most extroverted person I know. Of course you were gonna move. I'm not the most extroverted person you know. I love my alone not time. Not the most. You are up there. Who's the most extroverted person you know? Elizabeth. Poppy. Oh, of course, Poppy. Shout out Poppy Beach Club. Luxury Shout swimwear Club. for people of all ages, rages, and did I mention? Stages. Stages. Of life. Uh, <laughs> shout out Poppy Beach Club. I'm moving. I'm moving. You're moving. And the place that my friends who are kind of touring some places while I'm in Ohio, that j- they just saw, that we all really like and ho- I hope we get it, um, the backyard backs up to the alley. And in the alley, I'm going to send you this right now. I'm going to send you this right now. Just take a look at it. It looks like permanent Halloween. And you're going to oh know it God. sounds insane, but you're going to know exactly what I mean when you look at this. Um, 
it looks like the town from Halloween Town. And you know how much I love Halloween. So I really hope we get this place. Look at this. Oh, it really does. Yeah. It really, really does. Anyhow. Um, any party wisdom? Thank you for listening. Um, I guess if you don't buy crumbled goat cheese <clears throat> and you just kind of buy like a block of goat cheese, just crumble it with like a fork or your hands. Like cut or cut it off, cut it off with a knife, cut some off with a knife, crumble it in your hands or with a fork, and put it in whatever you like. You don't have to buy crumbled goat cheese. This is your closing argument of a federal law case. <laughs> <laughs> I rest my case, Your Honor. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, if you want, tell your friends about the show. Uh, we realize nobody really has commutes, but um, we could. Uh, we could really use your help getting the word out. Uh, and we appreciate mm-hmm. you guys. We appreciate everyone on the subreddit. Uh, feel free to yeah. subscribe to that. We're almost at a thousand, uh, and it's popping in there. So come be a part of something. It's popping in there. It's very fun. As always, Jeff is. Uh, I am Jeffrey James on Instagram and at Don't Play No James on Twitter. At Riley Anspa on Instagram. At Riley Coyote on Twitter. The Instagram for the show is at Review Review on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the it, Gmail is reviewreviewshow at gmail.com. We, we should be better about checking that. And by we, I mean yeah, me. Yeah, send, send some more reviews and, uh, if you like. And black trans femme in the arts. Uh, mm-hmm. So donate if you can. If not, just maybe check out what they're doing and see if you want to get involved. Yeah. Maybe you fall in Pass that category along. and could use their help. Um, mm-hmm. And if not... Arrivederci. What's that? Arrivederci. <laughs> the most timid way to end an episode. <laughs> I'm going to plop it in here one more time and then we'll take a second. Arrivederci. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>